Well, you're listening to Beyond Belief on Clare FM on this Sunday evening. And I'm delighted to say I'm joined by the Reverend Paul Fitzpatrick. Paul is the Dean's Vicar in the Killaloo, Nina and Stradbally group of parishes. But Paul, I think you've got a special interest in mental health and suicide prevention. Yes, Stephen, and it's a pleasure to be talking to you and to all your listeners. Yes, I do have an interest in the whole area of well-being, wellness and mental health that stretches back over a long number of years, over the decades, actually, probably because of both in the work that I was doing pastorally with young people, particularly in secondary schools, with parents, with colleagues and friends, and of course, parishioners, whereby I recognised the fragility that some people were in, how often some people that I was encountering and meeting were in very difficult, dark places, and they couldn't find a way forward or for anyone that maybe might be able to empathise or to assist or to help or to throw light on a dark place to support them. And from a young age in ministry, I was very conscious of that. So over time, I developed both the qualifications and the skills working at the coalface to be able to kind of manoeuvre in this area in a proactive way that would help people. Yeah. And it seems obvious, really, but the need for such services is increasing at the moment with COVID and things. Oh, oh, oh yes, this is a fact. And I, I don't think too many would, would dispute it, Stephen, that Ireland has one of the highest rates of mental health illness in Europe. But also, too, in the present climate of COVID-19, irrespective of age, creed, belief, faith or none, that people are coping with extraordinary times and I mean um, for people who are on the edge who already felt pre-COVID overwhelmed this is exacerbating so so much Uh, and people who are cocooning who are on their own who are living in isolation this is heavy medicine for people to take and to deal with. Mm And you're involved with something in Limerick, I think, the Haven Hub. Yes, from a couple of years ago, when I went to Limerick, I was very privileged indeed to be there at the inception of a group called the Haven Hub, a voluntary group, uh, with the help of so many others, actually, so many people who helped out in so many varied ways, including myself as a, as a volunteer, that got this group off the ground. It's a, an after-hour support centre for people that are struggling to cope or who are at risk of, of suicide. And it's important for me to highlight after hours because in Limerick City and indeed many, many other places around the country, you have, for example the Limerick Suicide Watch and the Treaty Suicide Watch Group that, of course, are famous and patrol the rivers with the Limerick Marine Search and Rescue, on Gardaí Cana, all the health services that are available, that they're, they're there very much conscious of the fragility of people. Because, for example, Limerick has twice the national average of self-harm and attempted suicide. And... Unfortunately, the system that we have in the country doesn't assist 
after hours support of people who desperately need that. So as a result, the Haven Hub was operating at a time 7.30, a quarter to 8, until 2 a.m., whereby we were filling that vacuum simply that they closed down. And we operate on the Friday and Saturday nights. Unfortunately, we're not operating any other nights. We have a hope that we will be in the future with all the volunteers that we have. I mean, we have over 40 volunteers that help out. Very good. For the rest of us, Paul, is there any advice or guidance you can give us on what we should be looking for and perhaps what we should be doing to, to help people who are at this in this dark place that you mentioned? What can we do? What can well, OK, well, thank you for asking that, that, that question. Um, Stephen, we have to keep in mind that coping with fragility and poor mental health when we are vulnerable, that there is no one that escapes that. It has no favourites, irrespective of socioeconomic background, of gender, creed, belief. It hits all of us. And I mean, under all spectrums within our families, amongst our, our friends, colleagues, people that we are close to, we never know who is coping with difficulties of the mind because of of circumstances. I mean, when we have, say, an injury, a broken leg, a broken arm, a cut on our our body, you can see it. But of course, with mental illness, it isn't so noticeable. But for us, uh, Stephen, just think about ourselves and so many people and people who are listening today, all the the types of what comes under the umbrella that we're, we're talking about. I mean, when I think of anxiety disorders, panic, obsessive phobias, eating disorders, personalities, PTS, psychotic and people who who cope with schizophrenia and, and many, many others that we just simply don't know. But one thing is certain, Stephen, it's tough out there and people are crying out for people to listen to them, to be there for them, not necessarily to solve their problems, but to help them to take a little step forward to throw light on very dark places. I mean, there are people out there, Stephen, that they're in a dark tunnel and they do see a light, but unfortunately the light is a train. It even, it's getting worse and worse and often deteriorates. So something like the Haven Hub with volunteers made up of all ages, extraordinary women and men, many of them themselves who have have coped with overwhelming odds of of various things occurring in their lives and they've got through it. And they give hope to say, we can get through it. And often the best way is by surrounding oneself with the best of people. And what I mean by that is by other people who maybe can offer light in time of darkness that can assist can mention various groups that can offer a little bit of of hope. I'm thinking of the Samaritans of Pieta House, the Haven Hub. I'm thinking of Bedford Row. I'm thinking of North Star. I'm thinking of organisations out there, so many. Um, For example, in our own diocese, we are highlighting the jigsaw, that support for mental health Uh, difficulties within uh, young people and of course women's aid that deals very much with their abuses in various guises Mm. in that regard and and i suppose it's important to to signpost and to direct people to these organizations but 
I'm just concerned that, you know, ordinary people all around us, we've got people who are obviously in dark places and we're not engaging with them. Mm. Surely, you know, it's important for us to catch them before it becomes a crisis point, doesn't it? Oh, Stephen, you are you are absolutely right. But you have to keep in mind, historically, we are working with resistance because of our culture, because of our history to this whole area. And there are people who shy away from it. I mean, you, you just think very much we, we conceal so often amongst our families and those we love and our f- friends. We simply didn't want it to be revealed. So it's only in recent times that we're beginning to throw light upon this. But you're, you're absolutely right, Stephen. You know, people need individuals who are at ease in listening and giving time who don't mind repeated calls, who are there to support, who are there to put them in a particular direction as well. And that's, I suppose, what I and so many others are about. We don't do mind that. Stephen, I would rather get repeated calls. I would rather spend hours talking to someone and being patient about that rather than getting a phone call about bad news about them taking their own lives or or seeing an obituary, reading an obituary in a newspaper. No, that's absolutely right. And I suppose, Paul, that there's someone in our circle of friends or family and suddenly we don't hear anything from them or or they're not responding. That's probably the, the first sign, is it? You could take it that it has many, many guises and is camouflaged tremendously. Let me throw this scenario out of somebody I came across a couple of decades ago who at Christmas time had encountered extraordinary violence in a a house. The lady was covering the children with her own body. She had a very, very bad bruise under one of her eyes where she got hit by her partner or or spouse or, or, or whatever. And I was lucky to be called by a a neighbour and to go in. So one of the things I had to kind of try and remove the individual who was quite violent. But when I went to grab and remove the individual, I remember the words of the woman, the lady who was suffering this. She said to me, don't hurt him. Now, that says a huge amount, what the lady was encountering, the children... Uh, the scene, her mindset, the way she was brainwashed by this. That's one example. Another would be someone who I met relatively recently who just couldn't understand why they were simply in bad, bad form. They couldn't figure out what was wrong. They couldn't sleep. They had become very irritable. They were a street angel, a house devil, very difficult for the the, the, the the family. But to make a long story short, they were in their dreams, so to speak, and in their mind's eye, suddenly haunted by an event that happened in their early life and could not break out of it. This was coming back and was having this impact upon them. A third scenario, Stephen, that maybe might give a little insight into it, with somebody who is unfortunately, it could be any of our families, any of us, who is addicted to alcohol or is also taking some other drugs 
or is coping with mental health problems. So add all of that cocktail together and uh, very, 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 very difficult for an individual and for their loved ones and for their, their, their families. And there, but for the grace of God, go any of us, Stephen, you Absolutely. know, uh, yeah. in that regard. And that what, what we're about in the Haven Hub. And of course, in dealing with this area is uh, compassion, empathy, being non-judgmental, simply being open and, and receptive. I often think of the gospel, Stephen, just to bring this a little bit into, into perspective, is when Christ looked at the young person and, and the words are, he looked at them and loved them. And that really is, I think, where we are at, just in the moment, mm. accepting and seeing, can we do something to help? Yeah. So the Haven Hub manages to still engage face-to-face with the clients, do they, does oh, it? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, since, since we, for the last two, three years, since the Hub is in operation, we've been meeting people face-to-face. At the first lockdown, we were manning the phones, the, the women and men, my colleagues and volunteers, we were, we were taking our turns and, and operating the phones. Uh, that took place predominantly during the first lockdown, but since that, of course, because we've been classed as an essential workers, that on Friday and Saturday nights from half seven, a quarter to eight until 2 a.m., we are there, usually f- four or five of us, for people to come uh, into us to chat, have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. We keep in mind, of course, the, the social distancing. The phone number, by the way, is zero eight five two. Zero one nine two five zero, 219250 and people are so so welcome to call into us and they will get a, a welcome it's non-judgmental it, it, it's open to everyone anyone Stephen incidentally I think it's very important to, to say that all our volunteers are assist trained that is applied suicide intervention skills training but also they all have QPR training which is question persuade refer aimed at stabilizing mental health intervention and it's a i suppose it offers a, a chain of survival uh, as well of course we're not isolated that we're linking with many of the groups that i i've mentioned and and, and talked about how many clients uh, i take it the number's going up all the time but how many clients would you see over a well we, we have we uh, Stephen, we have a, a steady stream all the time you're right so I asked, you know, what we can do as individuals, but also what can we do to assist your work? And if people go to your website, www.havenhub.ie, and the phone number there is 085-201-9250. And the address is Unit 9, Steamboat Quay, in Limerick. Also, Stephen, can I just say that the system out of ours is lacking so much all over the country. And we need, and something you and I have been talking about, I mean, how to support people who are overwhelmed, uh, who are very vulnerable and fragile, who feel alone, feel that they can talk to no one. Very good, Paul. Well, thank you very much. Um, we, we wish you every blessing on your work. It's so vital at the moment. And uh, if anyone listening who feels that they haven't got a friend in the world, well, they can give you a call. Just to say that there's there's hope and light out there in, yeah. in, in that regard. Yeah. Paul, thank you very much indeed.